Really, I just want them to reuse the Tim Burton <laughs> footage for every single Batman thing over and over and over again. <laughs> just recycle it. You want to dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Rated NAD Podcast for the website nerdappropriate.com. This is episode number 253. And I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Scott. And I'm Ash. And uh, we're here. That was, that was some uh, flavor you added yeah. to that Thanks. intro, man. I put, some, I put some spice on it. Yeah. I'm, I've uh, got a spicy taste in my mouth right now. Yeah. So. Your, your energy is much higher than mine. So Yeah, me, me too, man. Let you I I'm going to feed off of it. I'm going to leech it. Went to the gym. I feel good. Oh, that's why you got the workout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So mm. that's that's good. Okay, it's fun. Nice. Yeah, getting all totally. swolled. Swolled. Oh, so swolled. <laughs> I am. I am the weakest guy by like a thousand times inside of that gym. Like, it's it's like a big. It's not like a. How would I describe it? Do you guys know what Equinox are? Those like high-end gyms that are ridiculous? I do not. Is it like I a soul cycle? Either. Yeah, it's like one of those kind of places where it's like, you live the life, man. Like yeah, those yeah. kind of gyms. Yeah. This is like a smaller version of that, sort of. I got like a really ridiculous deal through work and they have a pool. Oh, stuff, nice. So, awesome. So I bought into it so I could have access to a pool and then the gym itself is pretty nice. But all the dudes there are like, shredded it's ridiculous they're very nice no one no one is like it's not jockey i don't know how to describe it it's not like crappy when you're inside of it no but everybody everybody there is like (laughs) crazy fit and then i'm like hello (laughs) it's like a gym full of john cena's and they're just kind of yeah (laughs) there were two dudes like he was uh bench pressing dumbbells right so he was doing he's benching dumbbells and he had two 90 pound dumbbells that he was benching yeah and like and like stressing them and then just dropping them right I was next to him doing. Do you know what goblet squats are? I, I do not. Go- I know what squat goblins are. Okay, you hold, <laughs> you hold like a, <laughs> you hold like a weight, like you're holding a goblet, and then you do squats essentially. So oh, it's, okay. You know, you just like kind of sit down and then stand up. I get it. I was next to the guy doing ninety pounds on each hand benches. Yikes. <laughs> And I was doing 20-pound goblin squats. I was like, hello. <laughs> like, yeah. If you don't mind me taking a little space here to do some 20-pound <laughs> squats, I'll be out of your uh, way momentarily. <laughs> I love gyms for that reason. There's always people that are just like, you know, superhumans, like Greek gods working out. And yeah. Just, you know. Speaking <laughs> like like a guy will do like bench presses on the bar and then I'll walk up and be like, do I want to put any weight on the bar this time? <laughs> Uh, uh, speaking right. speaking of squatting, did you guys? I, I sent you guys a video of the squatty potty. Have you heard of this? I, have I had one for a little while. Yeah, you had one. You actually yeah. attempted to use I it. I returned it. Oh wow, oh, man, did Didn't not work. like it. Yeah, I I just thought the uh, a the video is really weird, and b I thought the science of it was fascinating. Wanted to. Uh, yeah, I don't know if it's my quick review. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're getting to, we're already potty. getting into the reviews, huh? Just, you know, we don't, do you want me to hold this review? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want you to hold it. I want you to just let it out. Oh, just yeah. let it all out. It's oh, yeah. than you would think it would be. Okay. Okay. So, like, uh, we don't have the biggest bathroom in the world. We're in Brooklyn, but it, I mean, it's not tiny. 
but it still took up like significant space. So even when you push it kind of like under the toilet, it's still like, it's pretty big. And then the other thing is like, it's not an adjustable height. Ah, uh, I, I see. I don't think it's a one size fits all kind of deal. Like it, I'm not, the, I'm like average height, you know, I'm like five ten, mm-hmm. I think. And I felt like I had my knees and my chin while I was trying to use it. <laughs> I just ended up pushing it aside most of the time. Yikes. It, was, it was so uncomfortable to sit on. Yikes. Now, I've heard positive reviews of it, so I assume somebody's making it work for them. But for me, it was just like the whole, the whole, the whole thing, you know? The you know whole... what I started doing recently um, due to some we... bowel movement problems is yes. I actually face the tank. When I <laughs> there was an just... SNL sketch about uh, that. Or <laughs> it didn't happen, would you guys say? <laughs> I don't know. We cut out for a second. Yikes! Well, I I, I, I can definitely take pics for you guys. I'll oh, send them your way. Oh dear. Let's do the rundown. Some uh, news about Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, there was a uh, there's a movie coming out that I think everybody is excited about, and that is uh, Assassin's Creed. No, I'm just kidding. It's Rogue One. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. yeah, and then we'll talk a little bit about. Um, telltale's uh batman series which is wrapping up tomorrow or yesterday depending on when you listen to this and uh, a big update to orcs must die unchained which ash will tell us about later on in the show and uh and uh we'll just hang out how's that does that sound good sounds good great sounds really good this episode's brought to you by loot crate forget the holidays (laughs) december's theme is revolution Are you ready to help overthrow an unrelenting evil regime? Now's the time to help hack the planet with December's Revolution Crate. This month's crate will feature an original t-shirt, an exclusive Funko Pop figure, as well as awesome F-Society exclusives from their friends at Mr. Robot, the greatest show on television. Although season two. (laughs) So head on over to lootcrate.com slash ratednA and use the code ratednA for 10% off your subscription. You'll help out the show and uh, you'll get some cool stuff. And uh, Loot Crate will know that you love us and you love them. And then we'll all love each other. And that's how we'll make it through 2017. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Indeed. Uh, so, uh, Scott, what have you been up to? I'll just quickly say, based on the on the Loot Crate read, is that, um, you know, if... Let's get into politics. If, if certain... <laughs> I'm just going to... No, I'm not, not really. But I'm just going to say that if, if certain people are upset about how they're portrayed on certain late night shows apparently those people are not also watching south park because i feel like the treatment there is uh, uh, a little I don't, maybe he doesn't maybe they don't realize that that's them on the other <laughs> <laughs> oh man mr garrison's really looking different these days yeah for sure oh boy okay um so uh let's see were you I, satisfied with that ending by the way the how they kind of wrap it's not over yet right is there one more episode i or? don't think i've seen the newest episode yet Okay. But okay. I, I do feel like this season's kind of, <laughs> my guess is that they probably thought things were going to turn out one way and then they had to quickly go back and do some, yeah. some rewrites and it kind of just yes. fell apart at that point. So, yeah. but anyways, um, this is going to come as a shock to you guys. I've been hunting achievements lately. What? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I decided I picked up uh, watchdogs, the original one again and set out to complete it. The, the main barrier for me has been doing the online hacking which is, um, for those of you that don't play Watch Dogs, it's when you go and invade another person's game and you uh, basically try to hide in plain sight from them because you appear in their game as an NPC. And so the the game is that you have to start initiating a hack against them <clears throat> and then you uh, try to hide within a specified zone on the map. And the 
uh, opposing player is supposed to come and try to find you and then eventually kill you. So that's I absolutely loved this, by the way. This, yeah, I was like such a big fan of it. It was so unique. But yeah, I was um, I was really bad at it, too. And then I just kind of figured out how to do it. And so um, I like I played the game for a while and I was terrible at it. And then just over the last two nights, I, I got 10 in a row, like no problem. And I just kind of figured out how to how to hide from people and how to sit in cars is the best way. (laughs) Well, yeah. I mean, but like if there's like a parking garage, then it's almost like a guaranteed win because there's so many levels to the garage. It's impossible to do. Um, and yeah, yeah, it's just been really fun. So I, I did that and I'm, I'm moving on to the DLC, which is, uh, you know, great as well. And, uh, so that's, that's watchdogs. Cool. Let's see. And then I've been keeping up with the uh, Batman telltale series, which I'll talk about later on in the show. We played some Titanfall 2 multiplayer this past weekend, and that was a lot of fun. The, I didn't. Oh, I'm sorry. We, it's I mean, okay. we we invited you. You were invited to play. I had my had brother-in-law people on town. Yeah, you got stuff. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, the main thing I wanted to talk about was um, a successful use of a looking for group feature on Xbox Live. Which nice. is, yeah. So, um, you know, for those of you that are not familiar, looking for group is a new feature that came out on Xbox with the the uh, the fall dashboard update, I guess, is what you want to call it for this year. And so basically you go into the same kind of part of the menu where you would normally set up a party, but now there's an option called looking for group. And all you do is you just go in to the menu and you pick the game that you're looking for, and then you can either browse currently available groups or you can set up um, sort of a party date and time of your own. And you can specify with tagging the, the type of, game that you want to put together so if you want it to be co-op or you're specifically doing achievement hunting or uh you just want experienced people or anybody's welcome or kid friendly or whatever and uh so i for the longest time have been sitting on two achievements for sunset overdrive uh they're part of the dlc which means that you know not everybody has the season pass for that game and the game is now two years old right so and in order to get is that all it is is two yeah it feels longer than that right yeah for sure wow but um in order to complete the co-op achievements in chaos squad uh you can have a a group up to eight people so i needed like seven people to come and join me in order to get these two co-op achievements yeah and uh amazingly i put out a call i got six people so we had a group of seven we knocked out the two achievements in an hour and then i was done with the game wow I, i know i just thought that was really incredible and uh you know saying something positive about you know gaming with unknown people because it's kind of a mixed bag sometimes like all the people i played with were super cool uh you know because i set up the the group with the right tags and stuff everybody knew that we were getting achievements like we're not messing around like everybody had their weapons leveled up and everything was set up and everybody was ready to go and then um everybody was like super cool and helpful and i was just so impressed with with that experience and we we knocked them both out on the first try which was super cool so um really great experience and i would i would recommend it to anybody that's trying to find friends and people to play with because i you know i asked those people i said how did you find this and they just said you know same problem we needed these achievements we've been watching you know the groups that pop up and then we got into this one and did it so i think i'm going to use it for like every game that has you know specific like crazy co-op achievements that are really difficult to get because right it definitely works and you can um you can actually screen the uh the the participant list before you go into the party so people basically will 
express an interest in playing in your game and then you go in and confirm everybody so your party's like set up and good to go and then when the time comes you just go into the ui it groups everyone into a party and then you go straight into game you're good to go it's crazy it's really oh, awesome that's awesome yeah so uh with that let's talk to matt sure uh i have been playing a bunch of forza on the xbox one i am so excited about this it's really fun. It's it's the most mindlessly fun game I've played. I have n- no idea what's going on. <laughs> I'm so, I'm so glad. I'm so glad I was able to convince you of this and that like you have you're having the experience that I have. It- yeah, well, I mean, I loved I really did love driving games like for a long time and I used to back in the old PlayStation days I played Gran Turismo like a ton. You did, yeah. And uh really liked it, but then it just like j- the same as Madden like as systems progress, you know, these things just get to like more and more realistic which removes me more and more from the game because i just i can't keep up with it after oh, the, the sim games are like ridiculous yeah, and people people in europe like they'll they'll buy full rigs and race against you and you you just have no yeah. chance yeah 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 so so when you were talking about this i was like that actually sounds like a game i would enjoy and sure enough like it's awesome you just you set up some radio stations and you drive around australia I think they purposely put it in Australia to screw with Americans, honestly, because I constantly end up on the right side of the road. <laughs> oh, yeah, I do, and, too. like, head-on plow into people because I'm not thinking about the car coming at me when I'm going uh, 180 miles an hour or whatever. <laughs> it's um, it's mindless fun, right? You, cause you can, it really is. You can literally not follow the campaign at all. And if you just want to do, yeah, like, jump hills and go through forests and stuff, you can do that. It does, It just does not matter. It has the loosest of narratives around you building a a, uh, a festival, a festival yeah. or whatever around Australia, but but yeah, like uh, you're on my team already. An old friend from Tampa is on my team. Like a, a couple of people that you know. I, I don't think. Do you get? Are you gaining points or anything like from me? Yeah, I think I think when you when when you recruit people to your like your squad or whatever, uh-huh. those those people will earn, I think, additional credits because we we will appear in your festivals. Right, festival yeah. events as drivatars yeah and you'll probably there's a probably a higher chance that you'll see us in the game when you're racing around just like in the ambient world or whatever yeah and so it's all helpful and then you once you progress a little more you'll get the ability to join like a, a club like an actual like social club yeah so i did that already okay. i opened that up okay um and i think i did i join one i don't remember well, we're, i i joined the the girl tribe gaming one because it's got like 200 people in it so yeah, I'd have to look. I yeah. don't remember if we can, I could, if I we can get you to that one too. And that helps you get, you know, more stuff faster, basically. And then you see those people in game too, which is great. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. but it's never truly online, right? Like it's never you and me actually driving around together. We better. we can do that. And there's uh, there's a mode that I've been wanting to try out, which um I think is just like a, a free roam that you can huh. do with you know, I think maybe eight to sixteen people. You can just get that's a awesome. big big squad together and it's not even objective based. I think you can just cruise around. Just I, drive around Australia. Yeah, I played an online mode in which um, we would kind of drive from area to area and play like mini games. So we were playing like tag, uh, tag, and capture the flag and stuff like that. It wasn't even a race, and it was just kind of like spent, dumb fun. I spent, I spent like thirty minutes on one speed trap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, those are fun too. The speed traps and the drift zones, like all that stuff, is really fun. Yeah, it has nothing so speed to do traps with are like you. You try to get like a high speed on like a speed trap camera essentially mm-hmm. that's like all the whole point of that thing mm-hmm. and I, I sat there for like 20 to 30 minutes just <laughs> driving the same piece of road over yeah. and over again yeah. seeing how fast i could get up going past it it's dumb i i i, I think i shared this with you guys but a, a few weeks ago i posted like a dumbass video of me uh hitting the the 
speed trap that's like 180 but i was listening yeah. to like transformers soundtrack music <laughs> in the clip so and i synced it up perfectly i didn't plan it that way but i synced it up perfectly with the music um maybe i'll reshare that in our in our nerd appropriate club so you guys can see it again it's just so dumb but it's that's why you play it right oh yeah absolutely and it's like it's dumb in the greatest way like it like i've just really i've been enjoying it it's really fun awesome it's, it's like like just uh, yeah, I don't know. The moment and the the one thing I really do like about it is that they're not stingy with credits either. So they are like, not, no. Like a lot of driving games, I think would make you work super hard to upgrade your car, and this one's just kind of like, nah, go do whatever you want with this thing. Like who cares, you know? Yeah, I think that so, the game, like you said, is super fair. Like if yeah. you can set up the game to race on easy mode, you can race on hard. You yeah. can race, you know, manual, automatic, like whatever you want. And I think everybody gets to have the same core experience you can yeah. tune the game to whatever kind of difficulty you like which is which i think is great not penalizing people for it is um is the right thing to do in that case yeah absolutely so speaking of cars i've also have you watched grand tour yet no i have not so uh did you ever watch top gear no no i didn't okay but i know i know it's like a big thing everybody loves it yeah i love top gear i used to watch the, the crap out of it on bbc um top gear was just it's like three British guys who drive around very fast, very ridiculous cars, and then they also do like stunt things. But is it, like, is it Matt LeBlanc in this now? No, 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 no. Okay, so we'll get there. So, okay. uh, they they would do these like really dumb stunt things where it was like build your own submersible car and then have to like drive it through the water. Like it, it, okay. they're always absolutely ridiculous, and they always build these monstrosities that are ridiculous and not like ridiculous. Like they like they spend they look cool and they look stupid as crap like it's like barely held together with duct tape essentially (laughs) and then they're like pranking each other while they're driving around and it's it's a really funny just fun show but if you also happen to like cars at all it's like super cool and 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 interesting to see these like insane cars that you will just never see in real life you know sounds awesome um so jane i want to say it was james may got fired from the bbc show uh for some jokes he made because uh, they are all very British humor, humor tellers, and he made some offensive jokes. Mm-hmm. And then he got fired, and then the BBC tried to keep the show going with the two of them, and then America spun one off that was terrible and not even remote. I think that's the one with Matt LeBlanc, but I don't know for sure. Okay. Uh, and then, and then Amazon bought a show called The Grand Tour, which is the th- original three hosts of Top Gear from BBC oh. doing doing basically the same exact show on Amazon's. Okay. Uh, prime network and uh yeah if you have amazon prime it's it is the best show on on that thing by far like it is it's produced really well it's really fun the the all of the stuff is ridiculous they make fun of themselves a lot like there's there's a really great rapport between the three of them and then it's all the same stuff that you loved about top gear and Melissa even pointed out, I didn't even see this. She was like, oh, they just turned the TG into GT because it's like oh, from Top Gear to yeah, Grand yeah, Tour. Yeah. I was laughing at that. But it, it was it's really fun if you if you want something just kind of dumb fun to put on while you're doing other stuff or if you like cars, uh, cool. Grand Tour is really cool. Did, and if you're, if you're enjoying Forza, I would say give it a shot because you'll see some of those cars in Grand Tour ah, in real life. Didn't Amazon also give a show to like the the Mythbusters build team isn't that yeah, yeah supposedly that's coming out soon too and supposedly it's very good it's the build team from Amazon from Mythbusters doing uh basically Mythbusters same again. thing yeah okay yeah cool smart smart yeah I mean if people <clears throat> want it you know I mean that I, I feel like while Jamie and and uh and oh I just blanked on his name why did I blank on his name Adam yep were like you know the definitely the main draws but once that build team became like 
a thing. Mm. Everybody was like, oh, that's the team I want to see all the time. Yeah, yeah. They were um, having more fun, I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's really fun. I've been playing a ton of Hearthstone on my phone. Nice. I have not played or seen the... What's the new expansion? Mean Streets of Gadget Zan? Yeah. Like, it's not showing up on iOS at all. Really? Yeah. That's interesting. I'm Unless playing it's... on my tablet, and it's there. It's just... um. Like is it they're a just, solo adventure or no? No, it's just a new set. There's like a hundred. Oh, okay. New cards, yeah. So if you do the dailies, that that's the pack that you'll get. Oh, okay. Dailies, I yeah. thought it was like I thought I was waiting for it to show up in solo adventure. So I just I played through. I bought and played through the um the last solo adventure. Then the uh, one night. Arizan. Arizan. It's good, isn't it? It's really good. The the hardcore stuff is like. Oh, I couldn't do it. Impossible. Like I'm I trying. I'm beating my head against that one, trying to get through the plates. I got through the the initial guy, and then I got to the first round of like you know the magical creatures or whatever you face. Yeah, yeah. And it was the plates that just constantly spawn, and like I cannot get past it to save my oh, life. Man, I couldn't do it on hardcore. There's no way. Yeah, it's super difficult. But doing that a bunch, really enjoying it. And then uh, I had a new phone that I, I put this in here because I realized I talked about it. Yeah, you last did. week. Uh, and I, I think I had mentioned that I had weird battery things going on. Yeah, and uh, I have decided to return my Pixel. So Melissa kept hers. I returned mine, and I'm going to buy the bigger one for battery. Hmm. I am just super hard on my phone's battery. It's just a thing that I do, and like it's one of those like Melissa was like, "Well, just play less games," and I was like, "Well, then I don't want to." Yeah, what's the point? Don't want that phone. Like I don't want to have to like manage it. So, so I'm going to give the bigger one a shot, and and hopefully it'll work out a little better. And and I've heard the battery life on it is is good. So bounce into that soon and then i finished my computer because i think last i left off i could not put my power source into my lenovo motherboard so that little dongle thing did that work like perfect oh good and it showed up quick too that's great so i i bought it and i didn't know if it was coming because they sent me no confirmation whatsoever Mm -hmm. so i like luckily i used paypal because it was some weird site and whenever it's a weird site that takes paypal i use paypal Yeah, for sure and I got like an invoice number. So I emailed them and was like, hey, I never got any kind of confirmation or anything. And they're like, oh, it's already in the mail. And it was it came from Hong Kong. I didn't even realize. Oh, wow. Yeah. But it got here in like two days. It was insane. Hey, well, at least so, it worked. Yeah, yeah. It worked really well. I put in, I got new RAM, put that in, got the graphics card running. Everything's tested out. Everything's running really smooth. I bought an SSD and I was going to move Windows over to it. Mm-hmm. Um, but apparently I need a boot disk to oh fix my boot drive to do it so it's all working right now it's just nothing's running off the ssd at if, the moment if you're going to move to the ssd i would just say build it rebuild it from scratch i thought about it but then it's like am i going to lose can i do you think i can keep i'll keep all the con- i have to reset up so much shit though oh man. like your downloads like, and everything yeah. yeah i got like plex and like all that stuff running and it's i just yeah, good really point. don't feel like setting that up good point again. good point so i feel like really all i need <clears> is my boot disk to like fix the fix the bootloader then hopefully that'll be just put it. games on your ssd so they load fast just do that you think that'll that's enough windows takes a like a goddamn hour and a half to start up and oh. i'm on, a, on like a brand new computer with like yeah. 16 or whatever gigs of ram maybe you should move it like i'll be ready in a minute and yeah. i'm like what is happening on windows right you now? might have to move it yeah yeah so we'll see but that's it for me how about you ash oh man um I had some PC woes too. I don't think I'll get into it too much, but yeah, they're always fun, man. Shit's always breaking and everything's running now. But last night, like Windows did one of their fun Windows updates, like when I wasn't paying attention, you know, <laughs> they just like, you know, slide an update in when you're 
when you're not expecting it. And I had all this stuff open and, and, you know, it's supposed to all boot up back normally, but everything got screwed up. And I spent like, uh, I don't know, I was up till about three in the morning getting my Ugh. computer back and running like, correctly last night, which is always fun. Fun. Uh, yeah. But let's see, game wise, uh, I'm still playing Overwatch since May. I still think it's uh, really a pretty spectacular game. Their winter content comes out tomorrow morning. So there's going to be some new map features and uh, some new holiday cool stuff going on, which Blizzard does with all their games. Um, season three, the competitive season started a little while back and I finally went ahead and did my matches and I'm just going to bitch for a second because I did <laughs> really well. I did really well. Personally, I did mm-hmm. really well. Like I was, you know, just getting golds and kicking ass and uh, ended up placing in silver which isn't great. It's like, you know, silver's kind of like the B minus rank. And mm. you're like, oh, I'm like at least like a B plus, right? <laughs> uh, but uh, apparently this season, everyone's ranking a lot lower. So it made me feel a little bit better. I, like I got online and I was like, why do I suck at this game? <laughs> <laughs> and everyone's like, it's okay. We all suck at this game right now. So they made it a little bit more challenging to, um, to really rank up and uh, to get higher ranks, which is cool. And honestly, their ranks do nothing. <laughs> they're, like, they're, they're pointless. Like it's just kind of, you know, it's, Bragging it's rights. different. Well, it's bragging rights and it's just a different way of playing. Like if you want to play and you really want to bring your A game, you play competitive. So like you mm. play your best character and you do your very best and everyone else on your team is doing their very best. If you don't play competitive, you might get in a match where everyone's just like fucking around. And if you don't care about that, then, you know, don't play competitive. Like it's fine. Like there's tons of different modes to play. They're all really fun. Um, but anyway, so that that's out. That's really good. Uh, I, too, have been playing uh, a lot of Hearthstone. It's a good uh, tablet game, so uh, I'll like sneak in, sneak into bed while the, the kids asleep and play a couple rounds of Hearthstone at night. And been doing the dailies there. Uh, mean Streets of Gadget Zan came out. Uh, I've already gotten a bunch of those cards, and they're pretty cool. They do a lot of really neat. If you play Hearthstone at all, um, different kind of stuff where you actually buff cards while they're still in your hand. So they'll have someone with a um, with a battle cry that actually gives you like bonuses to the cards you haven't played yet, which is pretty crazy. Like you can stack up cards and, and hero strength and stuff like that while you're you know just sitting while the cards are in your hand which is pretty fantastic hmm. um so that's really fun my wife's been playing hearthstone too so it's kind of cool we can talk about cards and there's a hearthstone too <laughs> hearthstone <laughs> too i wish there's a hearthstone too <laughs> um i finished the dc television crossover which is uh was called invasion which uh, was in supergirl and flash and arrow and Legends of Tomorrow, and they did it all over the course of a single week, and it was pretty fantastic. Um, I was like, really, uh, you know, parts of it obviously were very, very cheesy. Like the DC television stuff on the CW is all very, like, super campy. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they did a really spectacular job of actually giving you know the massive cast of characters um, ample screen time, so everyone actually shared the spotlight. Everyone had, I thought pretty genuine reactions and interactions with each other. Like they had some characters talking to each other. You're just like, it would be so weird if those characters ever met and talked because they hadn't really done that yet. But they, they like uh, Dominic Purcell's character from uh, legends of tomorrow, who's heat wave, uh, who, who was on like flash a couple episodes. Who's like this kind of like gruff, a uh, thug character, like interacting with Supergirl, And you're like, that's just weird and cool. And it's the, the thing that makes comic book crossover so exciting is when you get to see these characters, that never really meet uh, meet and go on adventures together. So it was it was awesome. It was um, you know almost four hours long, and they faced off against a bunch of aliens. 
and uh, there was like crazy time travel and spaceships involved and uh, you know big 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 superhero fights with people you know teaming up and using their powers together so hmm. uh, definitely you know even if DC I'm, I'm more much more of a Marvel guy but the DC uh, shows have been really good on the CW so <clears throat> if you're at all interested uh, there's only a couple hundred episodes to get through before you get to the invasion crossover. <laughs> Uh, but it's, it's worth it. I definitely say it's worth it. No, I'm definitely, I'm serious. I think arrows on like season four or five now. And that's like a hundred right there, you know? So, um, but it's good. It's like, it's better than uh, this season. All of the CW superhero shows have been, um, exceptional, uh, last season, not so much, but this season has been great. So that's been good. Um, no big movie stuff. I think that's pretty much it. News. <laughs> All right, we're back with some news, and we're going to start off with uh, a whole shit ton of Marvel Cinematic Universe news. Uh, this was actually a big. We haven't been. We haven't done the show in a couple weeks because of the holidays. But this has been a a really huge time for Marvel Cinematic Universe mm. stuff. Um, hey, yeah. You know what's not on your list here? There's probably a lot. I yeah. just was like brain brainstorming. So if you see anything, please add it. I was going to say Agents of Shield, the mid season finale. Yeah, I mean that was. Yeah. Uh, did you guys see it yet? Have you watched it? Yeah. Yes, I did. Yeah. I thought it was pretty fantastic. It was definitely, I think, the strongest episode of this season. Um, especially if you, you know, you're a fan of the series, and you know, this show has ups and downs, good episodes, bad episodes. But I thought felt like the action was uh, was great this time around. The I action mean, like, was very satisfying. It's almost like they took some of that Netflix money and just kind of. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Well, there was yeah. one fight sequence. We'll do it spoiler free, but Agents of Shield tends to um, do their fight sequences in like little bursts. So you maybe will get like one five minute fight in a whole like forty two minute episode. You know, mm-hmm. at the most, this it was still short, but it was uh, really fantastic because there was a lot of powered people fighting all at the same time, which you don't really see too much on Shield. So you had like you know, speed powers and super strength and all sorts of stuff going on at the same time, which was, um, really cool, really cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, And I feel like, uh, all the shows that use super speed are definitely borrowing from X-Men at this point. Uh, they all do. Yeah. After the Quicksilver scene, they all do the same thing. And I'm totally fine with that. Like flash does that stuff every single episode. So if you think that is cool, like if you like the Quicksilver scene from X-Men, um, then, watch flash because he literally does that crap every single like moving guns around yeah. and make people punch themselves all that kind of stuff that's it's, totally that's acceptable yeah it, it's good stuff so um yeah shield mid-season finale is really good i'm really excited to see what's going to happen with the second part of the season uh which is called uh life model decoy and uh, for fans Ooh. of marvel comics you will probably know what that is but i, won't, I don't want to spoil too much i can uh, tell um, you something else too i don't know if you heard this uh apparently i don't know if it's mid-season or in the summer they're going to do a web series with Yo-Yo, if I'm not mistaken. I like Yo-Yo oh, really? so much. Yeah, she yeah, has like, yeah. become one of my favorite characters. Yeah, I she's really great. Like Yo-Yo. Yeah. I feel like I, the article I read, I, I think the reason why they want to do it is because they don't want people to kind of lose track of what's happening in the universe like while the show is on such a long break. Right. So um, I don't know if that's happening now or later, but keep an eye out for that. It's going to be uh, like, you know, in by web series, I mean short, you know, probably a series of, you know, five to ten minute episodes each. But just right. enough to kind of keep you engaged while while the show is not on the air. So keep an eye out for that. Yeah, definitely. Um, other other big news. Luke Cage has been given a season two on Netflix, which should not really surprise anyone. Uh, it, it did really well. It got a lot of critical acclaim and um, people seem to really like it. So 
we'll be getting more Luke Cage and this is after Defenders air. So it'll be like, I'm not even kidding, like 2020 <laughs> oh, wow. yeah. or maybe 2019 when Luke Cage season two comes, but we are definitely getting it. Um, they've already said, you know, most of the cast is coming back, including Misty Knight, who was great. Um, this is a weird one and this has been news for a couple <laughs> weeks now, but we haven't done a show in a little while, but, um, the Inhumans is obviously if you follow the Marvel cinematic stuff, it was going to be a, a movie and yep. it was on their slate for movies. And then it got, got bumped off the slate by Spider-Man yep. and then no one knew what was going on with the Inhumans and, and quick, like 30 second explanation of who the Inhumans are. If you watch shield, you know that there are people with powers, but the, the Inhumans that we're going to be getting, um, in the future are actually the Royal family. So you have like black bolt and Medusa and these people have been around for a really long time. And they're sort of this Royal family of aristocratic, uh, superhumans that were genetically engineered to be like awesome, you know? So, um, the inhumans is no longer going to be a film, but it is going to IMAX. So you, the pilot of well, the TV show, yeah, is this, am I coming, getting this right? Yeah. Well, it's coming to TV. Like it's yeah. going to be a TV series, but they're going to start it off by simulcasting the pilot in IMAX theaters. Is that kind of like that's kind of like the Clone Wars, you know? Yeah. Game start? of Thrones has done this too. Mm-hmm. Like Game of Thrones launched like last season's pilot in IMAX before it, or when it launched on HBO or whatever. And I think this is fantastic. Like I, yeah. I I'm like absolutely going to go there. It's like getting a free Marvel film, you know? Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, and then like we get to continue that Marvel film on TV in subsequent weeks. So I'm really so it's it's interesting to me because mm-hmm. the Inhumans are so they're like basically the Alterna X Men, right? Like right, absolutely. That's sort of sort of how they operate. They they were like weirdly non mutants, and they're like alien mutants. I guess is the best way to put them in uh, in the comics, right? And, and they're and they're a team, and it was very like you know they're very. Uh, hated by many like there's there's this whole thing around them um so they were kind of like marvel's answer to their own x-men at times they were they're more like uh what are they called not supernatural but the stars cosmic uh, yeah cause it was their cosmic x-men right and uh what's interesting to me is when they were like yeah we're gonna do it as a movie in my head i was like oh well that makes sense because it's gonna get huge production value it's gonna get big name cast all over the place like now i'm kind of like Huh. Yeah, right. <laughs> like what cuz while Shield is lovely and the and the Netflix shows are very good, I wouldn't say that while their so their cinematography is wonderful, but their production value isn't like crazy right high. i mean in humans are set like they live in like a fucking moon base and they have yeah. a talking dog so it's <laughs> yeah. like what <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. Oh, like geez. there's there's some shit that's going to go on here and okay. i'm just, i'm really <laughs> confused I'm just, I'm confused. I'm wondering how, like, Black Bolt, the guy who Ash just kind of tossed aside, is the main guy in the Inhumans royal family, and he doesn't speak. Like, his whole thing is that he doesn't, he can't can't talk. talk. That sounds great for television. Right. So, (laughs) I'm like, I'm a little, I am a little confused by the move, but I think, the best I can figure is the new Spider-Man's a much bigger movie than the Inhumans would ever be. So, they figured, well, we can keep it on the slate, put it on TV, and move Spider-Man into a thing. Right, right. But yeah, I'm confused. I hope it's good. Like, I'd love to see it. Yeah. The Inhumans books are really fun to read. So it's so it's so weird though, because like if you look at the Inhumans, and I'm just gonna geek out for a second. You have Black Bolt, who you're just talking about. Like we say, he can't talk, but his power is if he does talk, it's basically like unleashing an at- atomic bomb. It's like God so, voice. Yeah, yeah. yeah oh. So he like he if he even whispers, it's just like he'll level like you know entire city blocks. So he just kind of stays quiet all the time. But then you have like. Like Karnak, who doesn't have powers, he just does kung fu. And then you have Medusa, who has 
hair power. Yeah, that's the other one I'm wondering. <laughs> like, how, her hair is like huge. She has red hair and it goes like down to her butt, but it's like living almost. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, like she like, can move she can it around. throw people with her hair. Like, I'm so excited just because it's going to be so weird. What about Gorgon? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like all the and Lockjaw, the 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 what he's like. <laughs> A bulldog that has like Lock- teleportation powers. Lockjaw's a, a teleporting bulldog, and Gorgon is like a half human, half bull guy. <laughs> this is like gonna be the weirdest fucking show. Uh, I, ho- I hope they <laughs> stick to it. I hope they really do. So that's really uh, that's exciting, and just for you know, just uh, the fact that that's even happening is incredible. Yeah, I can't wait to hear the casting on that too, because that's gonna be just yeah. Because originally, I think Triple uh, X himself was going after Black Bolt. Uh, oh Vin yeah, Diesel. Hmm. I wonder if so. he still is. I don't know if he'll want to do TV or not. That's true. Um, next big one is uh, the Spider-Man Homecoming trailer came out this week. And uh, we got our first looks at the Vulture. And yep. we got our first look at the couple spider suits and Tony Stark and uh, a whole bunch of neat stuff. What did, you get? did you guys get a chance to check it out? I did. I have not. You have not. Um, well, it was really good. Like It was totally exactly what I was hoping it would be. Like It, it captures the... The, the young spirit of Peter Parker, you know, the high school Peter Parker really well. I felt like the relationship they established between he and his little uh, high school pal was great. You yeah. know, he had has like this high school buddy who obviously has no powers, no abilities is kind of going through his, um, you know, his, his, his journey of exploration and, and, you know, becoming a superhero with him, which I thought was really neat. Yeah. I, I thought, yeah, totally. It was good. I liked the actor. It looked, it looked high quality, of course. It's just, I'm not, so I, are you a huge Spider-Man fan? Not, I wouldn't say huge. Like I read okay. a bit of him growing up, but, um, you know, it, it, it was always second to the X books for me. So, right. I mean, it's the same for me. And like, that's kind of like, I've never been crazy excited about Spider-Man movies. Um, and like, I think I'm in the, the giant minority that was just kind of like, okay, on the early, on the, uh, Sam, uh, who's the director who I just Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Spider-Man yeah. movies. Like I thought they were good for the time. I don't feel like when I would go back and watch them that they hold up against the current run of Marvel movies. I think it's just a ridiculous comparison, you know? Um, but, but I get a lot of people love them. They just, but they've none of the movies. I don't know. It's something about, he's like Superman to me. Like he's just never grabbed me as a character for whatever reason. So, right. Right. But I thought the trailer looked really fun. I mean, I'll <clears throat> definitely be seeing it. Yeah, I mean, you have Michael Keaton as Vulture, which is just a crazy that bit of casting crazy. there. Yeah, that was amazing. Um, I will say this. I think I'm ready for Iron Man to not be in the movies anymore. I, I'm I'm almost there with you, man. And I think yeah. I think Infinity War is going to be, you know, kind of him signing out and uh, yeah. moving on. But uh, it's just gotten to the point where I feel like there are so many interesting characters and he's obviously, you know, he was the first and yeah. he, his whole shtick is getting a little long, long in the tooth, you know? So, yeah, yeah, it's that. And then I'm just kind of like, I'm ready for a new tone, maybe a new thing with the Marvel movies. You know, the MacGuffin can kind of go away and it'd be nice to see them like actually tonally shift with, with a new generation of movies. So we'll see. We will. We Looks will. good. Um, other things, if you are excited about the Defenders series on Netflix, uh, they keep adding more and more cast members. A couple of these we already knew about. Uh, Misty Knight's going to be on the team, yeah. not on the team, but on in the show. I don't know if she'll be on the team, but um, we we are getting Trish Walker from uh, Jessica Jones. Whoa, spoilers! Uh, I, I know. Until you read this, until I read this, I didn't know she was a so and so. Oh, that she was a hero. Yeah, no, I had no idea. Um, Wait, t- did you? 
Did you watch uh, the first season? I did, but she, I mean, I, I didn't think there was any manifestation of powers, right? In that. Oh, I don't know if she got her powers in Jessica Jones, but in oh. the comic, in the comics, she goes on to become uh, a really super complicated hero named uh, Hellcat. So I don't know if they'll ever do that with her in the Netflix series, but uh, yeah, in, in the comics, she did. Right. I mean, her character was uh, very interesting in the show. I just had no idea that she was larger than her character in the show, I guess. Like, yes. I didn't think she was nobody. I didn't think she was made up, but I didn't, I also didn't know she was uh, part of the, you know, like she was a, a powered person, I guess, if you will. So that's kind of cool. Right. It's good to know. Right. Yeah, no, it is cool. It is cool. I think uh, in the comics, when she becomes Hellcat, she has like, I want to say, maybe our listeners can correct me. I want to say it's like reality minute. Like she has like luck powers no. or something really weird like that. Uh, she, I, was, that's what I was like, did she have powers? I didn't think she did, but. Yeah, I I, it might have been something like that. I think I may have been, I was too hung up on uh, on Nuke, you know, in his like, oh, yeah. his fresh, oh, yeah, yeah, fresh yeah. 90s style, you know. Yeah, he that actor popped up on an Arrow episode recently as yeah, that, another character. He just and I was he like, really threw me off, man. He looked like he stepped right out of Total Recall or something. It was just like his whole <laughs> look was super bizarre to me. It was like off putting. Right. But uh so they they still haven't released if Punisher is going to be in the Defenders yet. My money is on definitely. Yeah, yeah. Um and it looks like most of the supporting cast, you know, Foggy's going to be there. And uh, Jessica Jones, uh, roommate guy, not roommate guy, but the guy that lives in the building with her. Uh, what's his name? I totally forget. But he, he's in the show, Trish Walker, Misty Knight, and uh, Rosario Dawson, of course. Yeah. And I, I'm, I'm keeping my fingers crossed that she doesn't play like the Agent Coulson role of getting like hit by a Mack truck and like bringing uh, everyone together. Because mm-hmm. she is the glue that kind of, um, you well, know. Is she the night nurse? I mean, have they ever revealed that? Is that her? Like they haven't really done that yet. Have they, they haven't really done that. No, they haven't really yeah. done that. But, but anyway, so that that's looking like it's going to be pretty awesome. And uh, other than that, I don't think there's any big stuff coming out of uh, the the real meat and potatoes, like the the film films. But a lot of stuff on the Netflix front and the television front. So. That's great. I'll take it. Yeah. You guys Wait. want to talk about Rogue One first? Just a second. Yeah. Talk sure. About what? Uh, there's not much to say other than people have seen it now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, my biggest fear always is the premiere happens and people are kind of like, meh, uh, but the premiere happened. And a lot of people are saying that this is a pretty fantastic film. Uh, I've heard rumors of the best star Wars film yet. I've heard stuff like that too. I'm trying yeah. not to read too much about yeah. it just because I don't want to spoil anything for myself. But, um, a lot of people that I, I really trust people and admire, say- yeah, mm-hmm. like real like people that are like really into Star Wars are like, crap, this is like up there yes. with Empire. So Well, yeah. it seems like if you're not beholden to any particular story and you can kind right. of tell a story of your own, then I think by default you kind of have a leg up on the other films because you can surprise people. You know, you're not you're not there's nothing you're supposed to do in this film right. other yeah, than yeah, to yeah. tell a story that you want to tell. Right. Right. Um, yes. Case in point, like I, w- I right currently there's um, an audio or there's a book in th- which I'm listening to on audio, which is sort of the prequel for this movie, which is called Catalyst, right? And um, Catalyst follows the story of her parents, which is not particularly interesting halfway through the book, you know? <laughs> right. uh, so, uh, and the thing you have to remember, the thing that makes all of this like slightly more complicated is that the story of her parents kind of takes place around the time of the conclusion of the clone wars after order 66. And so um, it seems like that the whole concept of the clone wars is such a pivotal event 
in the Star Wars universe that it's kind of like it seems to spill over into everything else. And then you start to listen to a new book, which is supposed to be kind of part of this new kind of this third wave of, of Star Wars. And now they're kind of referencing things that were, you know, core to the, the prequel trilogy and, and, you know, mentioned by name in the, in the original film. So it's, it, wow. there's a very complex web of things that are happening here. And you've brought this up before, which is like, you know, I've never heard of any of these characters before. So how are they going to make an impact on this universe? Right. So this is the, yeah, yeah. this is kind of like the, the, the give and take that is um, occurring here and it makes everything very confusing. So I don't know. Um, it's that, exciting though. I mean, it's like, you know, I, I, I can see, <laughs> I can see this um, becoming a lot of people's favorites just from the, the buzz that I've heard because it is apparently a, a much darker war film, you know, and yeah. it kind of shows, what the empire was really like. And we get glimpses of that in the original trilogy, of course, you know, you know blowing up Alderaan and all that fun mm-hmm. stuff. But, um, I don't think people really quite got it, you know, how bad they really were. Yes. Um, yes. so I, I think maybe we're going to get a glimpse of that. You can, what's interesting is that some of the novels, I mean, while the novels, like, like I've mentioned before, they don't move the needle in the star Wars universe, which is unfortunate. They, oh, yeah. uh, they do kind of paint, like, like you said, the darker picture, of what people are going through on different planets and kind of how, how screwed up everything is for lack of a better word. And, uh, you know, previous to this, I listened to the, uh, Ahsoka book that came out recently. And while that again, doesn't really tell a huge story because now you, you kind of, you know, if you've seen rebels or whatever, you kind of have a sense of what's happening in the universe around this time. It's, um, it's pre rebels, but, uh, again, like she is, I think you don't learn, a lot about her, but you learn a lot about other characters in the universe, which is interesting. Um, I think I, I'm convinced that I think Bill Organa is the most significant non, uh, force wielding person in the star Wars universe. Like in my opinion, huh? Just, just because, just because what you get a sense of is that he kind of provided the backbone as a Senator for the rebellion against, against Palpatine, which is, which is super fascinating. I don't know. I'll let you chew on it. You can you can huh. sleep on it and let me know if you have a different opinion. I, the <laughs> only, so we'll all right, we we won't be able to get deep into. There's this. There's a lot to but, unpack here. Yeah, but we'll talk about it. Like I'm sure over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. But the t- the thing I want to premise right now, maybe we can all go into seeing the movie with this thought: is do we think that this movie is getting good reactions or that it's it's being received well? Because like Ash said, this is a seemingly going to be sort of a um i don't know about a straight up war movie but but you know that kind of band of band of heroes type war movie um which plays with a formula inside of a star wars universe in the same fashion that like guardians did a space opera inside of the marvel universe you know which made it all of a sudden even though it was a MacGuffin, it was still like new and exciting feeling and all of a sudden it was like this new factor or fashion of telling a story inside of marvel movies you know what i mean Yes. And I wonder if that's what people, if people are reacting to this difference. Well, I mean, you just kind of mentioned that you tonally, you would like to see something different in the Marvel universe, yeah. like after Infinity War. And I think, you know, after Force Awakens came out, you know, while that was a very enjoyable film, it, it very much mirrored uh, things that we already know, you know, stories we've already heard yeah. um, in this universe. And so um, if, you know, 
to take to take this and to tell a completely different type of story i think is so refreshing yeah uh, on its own merits alone like you know it just it right. creates I mean, a great it's a atmosphere hu- it's a huge universe with you know trillions of of different creatures in it and lots of stories to tell so yeah like know, it, it as, doesn't have to adhere to that same formula anymore we could have like a you know a freaking pod racing you know yes. fast yeah. and furious star wars yes. t- trilogy and, and, like, and like so while i'm not sure if it's canon anymore uh the novel for darth plagueis for example is an entire novel of you know politics like political intrigue yeah. backstabbing yeah, yeah. all that kind of stuff and so um to see something like that on the screen i think is a big deal yeah cool. so hopefully yeah, yeah absolutely i think we'll, we'll talk plenty more about it but you know Interesting. Yeah, I like I like to see these new takes inside of set up universes. You know, like when if like it'd be great to although this is maybe even a heist movie and not as much a war movie, but like seeing those kind of like different things. Like that's what made Captain America two fun and Ant Man fun was that there were these like twists on a. It wasn't just a superhero story. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. so we will see. Cool. Uh, so just a, some quick news for. For our gaming folks out there, I I just recently learned that Call of Duty is going to do a free weekend starting Thursday. Is this for the space Call of Duty? Yeah, for for Infinite Infinite Warfare. Does it cool. allow the campaign to uh, be free? Uh, I the note that I read said that you will be able to play the first two levels of the campaign. Oh, blah. You'll, you'll be able. <laughs> well, I mean, if they let That's you thirteen minutes, man. Come yeah, on. but if they let you play the entire campaign over the course of five days, you would probably finish it, right? Oh yeah, it's oh, like five yeah. hours long. But yeah. I mean, to their credit, you know, Microsoft did do that with Halo, and I was able to finish that campaign. Uh, within the span of two days to you know for free yeah. but yeah. Uh, that being said you'll be able to play i think the first couple chapters of the campaign you can go up to level 15 in uh competitive and i think you can get probably up to, can't get up to level <laughs> yeah not us but somebody can and then you can play up to level three in the, the zombie mode which i know nothing about but um, i guess if you want to get a taste of it um you can and i just think it's interesting to c- keep bringing up this point that ash made a long time ago which is uh, you know, they're probably doing this because of sales reasons. And, you know, again, you had a, uh, a season where, you know, Overwatch is out, uh, Doom came out and then Titanfall, Battlefield, Infinite Warfare, uh, Gears of War 4, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like all of these games came out at the same time and they're all yeah. viable. There's so much right? shooting you can do. Yeah. They're all good. <laughs> they're all pretty reviewed pretty well. Right. And yeah, exactly. You know, meanwhile, they, they I'm playing. Tickle, I'm playing Watch Dogs the One. Same fancy. Yeah, yeah Watch Dogs One. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm playing. A, you know, like a two year old game, right? So, <laughs> um, there's just too much to play. But these free weekends, I think, are are. I first of all, they're great, right? You know, like I, you could play Halo. I think you know, a game like NBA 2K17 had a free weekend a while ago. Uh, Titanfall did it two weeks ago, and so now Call of Duty is getting one too, which is which is kind of cool. So even if you were, you know, everybody was hands on hands on deck with this game at e3 when they premiered the trailer and didn't announce what the game was until the end so um this would be a great opportunity to check it out i think i'm going to try if i have the time i hear cool. the, the campaign's fantastic uh I've yeah a lot of reviews that people Dude, say the, it's, it's call really of well Duty, done. like that's the thing i always liked about call of duty was the campaign was always really solid yeah like at least once modern warfare war, warfare hit at least um yeah. So that's what was always great about it. I just, I can't play it. It's never worth the $60. Cause it's like a five hours of gameplay and then I'm, I don't play it. Anymore. Yeah. And I also don't want to get like obliterated by professionals yeah. in, in yeah. competitive I'm mode. In that, not that good. Yeah. But anyways, it's there. If you want to try it out, I think that opens up on Thursday across all platforms, if I'm not mistaken. Cool. Uh, the last bit of news is the, uh, original game from Supergiant bastion is now available on Xbox one. 
if you own the game on Xbox 360, you can get it uh, for free on Xbox One until the end of the year, I believe. Cool. Nice. Which is really exciting. And I think they sort of retooled the game a little bit, added slightly different content. Um, for somebody like me, I think that means that there's, you know, a thousand there's more three points. new achievements. Yeah, I think that means there's <laughs> a thousand points worth of achievements. I don't think it's an extension of the game. I think it's a reissue, right? So you can play it again if you want, but that game is still really good. Um, I really wish we would get transistor all the forest or all the flowers in the forest. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I don't remember the achievements for that game being too terrible, but, um, it is a challenging game and it's, it's, um, at least worth playing again, especially if you can grab it again for free. Hey, this is Sissy Jones from Firewatch, and you're listening to the Rated NA Podcast. So uh, we are going to kick this off with a very brief sort of non-review, but a mention and a, a initial thoughts. Um, the sixth book in the Expanse series is out, came out this past week. It's called Babylon's Ashes, and uh, yeah, it's the first time I will say this. I'm, I'm very, very, very shortly into it i'm not very far into it at all and it's actually the first hardcover i've owned melissa got it for me for my birthday oh nice the artwork is awesome the cover artwork is really good um what i will say about it is that uh they're doing a good job of introducing new characters and bringing some new life into the story so far as far as i can tell and they do a really good job of introing the world again and kind of like resetting where you're at um, and it's the first time I have understood the title of one of their books. Oh, good. <laughs> like I've always like sort of like, it's like Caliban's war and you're like, well, there's a war going on, but I don't really know yeah. all of all the references are like, I don't know if they're all biblical. Like, I don't know what Caliban is, but you know, I know what Babylon was mm-hmm. and, right. uh, the notion of what Babylon's ashes is and kind of where they're at in the world right now. And it all made it like clicked. And I was like, Ooh, I know what the title is for the first time ever. Um, so do you feel like this is, they're starting like a second major story arc, maybe trying to get people caught up that may have somehow not from what I understand, this will be the closing of the four through six trilogy. Oh, okay. Got it. So each, each like three books is a, uh, sort of a triptych of, of stories. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, so this will close out. And the fifth one, if did you read the fifth one? Uh, yeah. No, I, I'm still waiting on the audiobook. The last one I read was the one where they were on that planet, right? Was the Okay, okay. So that's yeah. the fourth one, I think. Um, uh, but yeah, so the fifth one doesn't really end in a super satisfying way. Yeah, I remember uh, I remember you guys had I remember talking to to you and I think Elizabeth's about or Elizabeth's. Yeah, and there was like a lot of you guys the the book made you uneasy is what I remember. So Oh yeah, yeah. There's some parts in it where well there's some parts where you think they're doing damsel in distress and stuff like that too. Uh, but there's also there's also parts where it's like it, it just is very uncomfortable and the world they were kind of putting you in was was very uneven. And that's kind of it's ending and they're kind of picking it up and setting the tone for like, hey like it hasn't been 30 years. All this stuff hasn't washed over. Like stuff's still really screwed up right now. Mm. So it kind of picks up there and it's taking off. They introduce new characters right away, which I think they do such a good job of like making these characters feel like they've already existed for 30 years. So 
Uh, yeah, so it's really great so far if you can get the hardcover. Because I, I saw online they said that they've only done hardcovers for 4, 5, and 6, from what I understand. Okay. Uh, it is a gorgeous hardcover book, but it is also a very big book and hard to read on the train. So I'm probably going to double their money and get the Kindle version as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. so uh, but uh, yeah, Babylon's Ashes is out. You know that I'm a huge Expanse fan. I've always been a big fan of their stuff, and I can't recommend their books enough. And the series starts too soon too. I think it season two kicks on soon. Nice, that's exciting. So, tons of Expanse stuff. But yeah, go go check it out if you're a fan. It is it is out and ready to read. Excellent. Yeah. Um, let's see. I've been playing, uh, the telltales Batman, I guess you call it season one, whatever yeah. you want to call it. Um, I, I don't want to spoil anything. I don't want to talk to I probably won't talk a lot about the story. Uh, so you're, you're what? Four chapters in? Yeah. There's, there's four chapters out right now. Actually the, yeah. the final chapter comes out tomorrow. So probably by the time this is out, it'll be available for you to play. Um, so I think my initial impression was that I, said that there wasn't a lot of new game mechanics from what I saw in this, you know, in in the telltale universe, because I feel like usually when they make a game, there's something new that they introduce into the world. And what I'm starting to see now is that they uh, really focus on doing things that are like detective work, which makes sense for Batman. And um, they kind of are trying something new with combat, which I think is really interesting. And uh, so those parts are good. And I think in one of the middle episodes, there's a combat sequence, which I think is probably going to be the highlight of the entire series. So really, yeah, it's worth playing for that is, um, refresh my memory that combat is sort of transistor like, right? The, like you, you set up your moves kind of ahead of time. Is that what I'm thinking of? Oh, oh, well that they didn't, I don't think there's a ton of that in everything else that I've played, but there is a couple of places in which you can decide how you're going to attack a situation. Right. Okay. Yeah. So that's a new thing too. That, that works really well. Um, I guess what I'm talking about is that there's a kind of like a, a set piece, like a sequence of events, like choreography is really awesome. Oh, cool. Uh, that's cool. So something comes up, which, you know, if you've played a lot of telltale games, you've seen a lot of different, you know, action set pieces, but yeah. Uh, you know, in so to see one comes come along and you go, wow, this one was actually really awesome. I think that's, it's nice to see. It's probably one of the better um, sequences I've seen in a while is, um, is Laura Bailey in this game? If, yes. Yeah. Okay. And she's Catwoman. Yes. That's what yeah, I, think. I think. so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. She's really good. That's great as well. Um, the story is a little confusing and this is kind of what I wanted to talk to you guys about. Because uh, while I'm playing this game, I'm also watching Gotham, right? And I've also seen, <laughs> I've also seen the films. Well, right? throw one of those away. Yeah, but I'm saying like I've <laughs> That's seen. That's what I said to him earlier. Yeah, you did, yeah. And then I've seen, you know, I've seen the Tim Burton movies and all that stuff. And so I guess my question is, is that like, is is there a canon for the Batman universe, or has the story just been told so many times? Like I've seen four different versions of the Penguin. You know what I mean? I which one is yeah. the real one? I, I mean, would say a, there is no canon anymore. Okay. I mean, there's, you, you oh, can't. there's canon. There's, if there's canon, it's just it's the books, like the movies. But the books have been retconned so many times. Like, yeah. And there's different. I mean, DC re- has rebooted what f- four times in the past fifteen years. Well, but there's but okay. <laughs> there's all. <laughs> there's saying. always going to be Long Halloween. There's always going to be Hush. There's always going right. to be Dark Knight right. Returns. There's always going to be um, Killing Joke. Like. There's certain there are certain canon storylines that will never not be canon in the Batman books. Mm-hmm. Like they've retconned right. stuff, but like I, they don't ever like they're never going to retcon Killing Joke. 
They're never going to retcon Long Halloween, and they're never going to retcon Hush. Like, in that way that I can see. I think the way they do it is it's just kind of like... They don't have, like, Marvel's cop-out, like, well, this is a different universe. Like, <laughs> sure. So it's different, I think. But Yeah, it's just but, it's just yeah. really confusing, you know, to see... None of the movies... The, I think the problem is that Batman's movies have been around so long, and the TV show and everything, that there's no... Ryan and I were talking about this. Like, there's two eras of Batman, right? There's there's Nolan's Batman, and there's uh, there's Burton's Batman, and now there's going to be Affleck's Batman. Yeah, and it's kind of like they each pulled from different parts, and I would say Nolan's came the closest to being pieces of the book canon that that I would. I mean, maybe it's just canon what I consider mm-hmm. canon. Maybe I'm, maybe I'm totally off base, but. Yeah, I guess but, the the things that I see in the TV show and this game that I really was not aware of previously, and they seem to be really focusing in on this, is sort of the history of Gotham and the fact that there were these families, you know, that, you know, included the Wayne family that sort of helped create the city, build it into what it is, and sort of, right. you know, using the history to influence the future, kind of like that Harry Potter idea where it's like things in the past happen and now they're, you know, influencing things that happen you know, to these, to these characters in modern times and new characters and stuff like that. So, yeah, um, I find that aspect of it to be very interesting, but it's just hard to, to parse all the different characters and try to, you know, try to go like, okay, so in this story, like these two people know each other, but like, you know, on Gotham or in the movies, these two people are different ages and have never met. Right. So it's like, I mean, from what I saw in the first chapter of telltale, mm-hmm. they're Batman. Um, it was using the Hush storyline, I believe. Uh, there's okay. another. There's like another guy who shows up, right? Who's a lot like Bruce Wayne. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying not to ruin. Yeah. No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. So that's the Hush storyline from the comics, oh, okay. and I think they were. I think they were pulling from that pretty heavily, and uh, where God, I mean, I, you know, Ash and I's opinion on Gotham. There's oh, like, I know. I know. It's like a it's like a big crazy thing. They actually changed uh, Poison Ivy's age like halfway through the season. Like, she like fell into some Show. she fell into some water and then aged like ten years. It was so she's like sexy Poison Ivy yes, now. Yes, yes. Like I'm really fourteen. Let's go on a date. Except she's except she's like super like kind of uh, absent minded. I guess like makes bad decisions. I don't know if that's. Oh uh, yeah. What? How, how like, have they tried to sexualize uh, Catwoman yet? They have not. Girl? She's okay, and she's still, and like good. her and her and Bruce are kind of like a thing, which is like. I guess that makes sense. Wait, I, so they're shipping they're shipping two 12-year-olds in the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the thing this is going to be a super spoiler if you're not um if if you're watching Gotham you're not cut up just skip this part but I'll tell you guys. Uh the penguin is uh crushing on uh Nigma. Yeah, that's what I heard. So oh, really? Is that Interesting. like is that something from the books? Like this I know not we're getting I know we're of, going on yeah, a tangent I'm here but like, um so this is the confusing thing about Batman for me is right. Like I almost need to come into a new Batman, uh, you know, thing with like, you, you got to tell me the house rules first, like which I mean, honestly, like, so the, the four books I named, if you mm. were to read those, yes. like that can be your basis of Batman. Okay. They're not long. They're not, okay. it's like, it's like 12 issues or 18 issues. Right. Bat- Ash, mm-hmm. I, no, yeah, I, I think, I think like, you're right. Uh, I think the, the problem with any IP that's been around that long or any character that's been around that long is you have, the collective visions of literally at this point, hundreds of different creatives and they all try and do their own spin on Batman rather than kind of adhering to 
the universal laws of the character, right? So everyone tries to create a villain or create some big dramatic moment in Batman's history. And then you have a hundred people doing it and the really, really good stuff sticks, but the crap just kind of becomes, yeah, yeah. you know, stinky crap, you know? So like, I don't books, know. It's, it's really like, hard. Like all the books I named are between like 1984 and 1996. Yes. Like it's like a 12 year period of Batman. Right, right, right. So, so okay. it's not like, you know, I, I mean, maybe a couple of those were late seventies, but I don't. I don't think it goes any further back than that. Okay. There, there's just you know, there's different ages of the books, and Batman has a few very telling runs. And there were some actually in the two thousands during those like multiple upheaval retcon years where they did the Green Lantern one, and then Flash, and then uh, the fifty two, and they did the what was it, in- Infinite Crisis or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. They had so many reset storylines that they did ash isn't wrong they retcon things like 15 times in like 12 years because they were failing miserably okay well, well this but all like, makes if sense you go now. before that it's like those those i think those storylines are what sets up what you've seen and watched since then okay it, that's it fair like those books well i guess i mean that being said if if you have that understanding going into the game like that's that should be like that for most people would probably be whether or not you decide to play this particular series that being said yeah if you are a fan of telltale in general and you just like to participate in the dialogue and be put into situations where you have to make interesting decisions because you want to see how they play out in the game world then yes this is a this is a great game right and so uh even though i'm familiar with many of these characters i'm i still find myself drawn into the story and it's fun to uh participate in the combat sequences because for me i think their uh fight choreography is what uh, makes the game shine in this particular series, as opposed to like some of the other uh, Telltale games that I've played in the past. So that's sure. that's it's very action heavy at, in certain points, which is great. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to the the final episode coming out tomorrow. So yeah, cool. I gotta uh, catch up, and they're not long either. Like I played through the first chapter pretty quickly. These feel I'm shorter sure. than let's yeah. say the Walking Dead, where like oh yeah, they feel way shorter. Yeah, than some long. Walking Dead episodes just felt like they dragged on and on and on and on and you're like this is going to be the end and then there's another sequence like in the story right but this um these all feel very um consumable in an efficient amount of time and that's kind of nice too because you can just jump in play an episode get out and then move on to something else which is great so um and and i know that because i've raved about it for so long you guys have both played wolf among us by now and it's definitely it's on like, my short list you... i'm not gonna lie to you it's on my short list <laughs> to play now yeah i'm yeah. behind on everything all my telltale stuff yeah it's I... okay it harkens back to when we were in high school and i'd be like scott you should listen to this record and scott would be like okay and then not listen to it for seven years and then ask me or tell me about it seven years later like, did <laughs> yeah. you ever hear this record and i'm like i hate you so much <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're not wrong you're not wrong <laughs> uh let's talk about orcs must die Sure. Yeah. So, Orcs Must Die Unchained has been floating around for quite some time as a uh, in alpha and then in uh, early release beta, and they did something recently that I found to be crazy and um, exciting. But they actually uh, released update 1.6 and completely reworked the game from the ground up. So, if you ever played, you guys have played Orcs Must Die in the past, right? Yeah. Uh, yep. We we played the demo of Unchained, I think, at PAX a few years ago. So yeah, I'm familiar. Did, yeah. I'm familiar with that game too, at least the, right. the original version. Absolutely. Um. So Unchained originally was a competitive. It had this weird hybrid competitive formula where you and your team would face off against uh, other heroes, and you would actually generate creatures to send at your enemies, and you would fight against each other. Uh, sort of like a competitive MOBA, right? Where you're controlling lanes and you're sending creatures and setting up traps and 
and all that kind of stuff. So it sort of mixed a game like League of Legends with Orcs Must Die. Right. Um, and some people liked it, but more people, more people disliked it than liked it. So they completely scrapped that game. Like it's gone. That's crazy. Uh, and what they did is they reworked uh, Orcs Must Die Unchained to follow the formula of Orcs Must Die and Orcs Must Die 2. So if you're not familiar with the game at all, you play as a hero with uh, numerous special abilities and um, it's basically tower defense and monsters and creatures will flood out of one area and it's up to you to set up all these sort of traps and fight against a horde of enemies and defend uh, a certain area on the map. And it's a ton of fun. Like they're fantastic tower defense games. Some of the best I've ever it's played. It's even better in co-op. It's like many more times better in co-op. Oh, it's insane. Oh, yeah. Like it's set up incredible combos with your abilities and with different trap setups. And, um, and so they took all the fun stuff from Orcs Must Die 2 and just kind of added about a thousand new things to Orcs Must Die Unchained uh, with, I think Orcs Must Die 2 had like two or three different playable characters and Orcs Must Die Unchained has like well over a dozen different play- playable characters, all with different abilities. That sounds great. And now you can do, um, they're just standard tower defense with uh, you and your friends, and you can actually defend areas with your heroes and uh, unlock all sorts of different traps and all sorts of different abilities and minions and cool stuff to defend uh, your areas with. Uh, I think it, it launched, the 1.6 update launched with 10 new maps. Uh, I'll, I'll just go through the list here. Weekly challenges, uh, updated visual effects, um, overhaul of physics on traps. So now you can do really cool stuff like, you know, set up an oil trap and then set up like a spike wall to shoot people into like another trap and just bounce enemies. That all is the place, best, which is just that really, is really best. fun. Uh, you can unlock, you can unlock um, new gear and stuff for your characters. And I played probably about two to three hours of the 1.6 update, just going through the new tutorials and, wow. and, checking everything out and it is there's so much depth like honestly if you wanted to just spend like you know weeks and weeks and weeks on this title there's that much to unlock and that much to see and um i would say you know if you're a fan of robot entertainment you're a fan of a hero academy if you're a fan of uh, orcs must die this is just a no-brainer and it's uh, free to play right now so like you can you can just get in and, and check it out and play the game. And uh, you can, of course, like, you know, buy gold to unlock characters and all that kind of stuff if you want to, or just work for them, like spend some time in the game and unlock characters. But if you're looking for a non-competitive co-op with your friends uh, that is just graphically stunning and, and awesome on PC, um, definitely check it out. It's uh, Orcs Must Die Unchained and it's out awesome. right now. Excellent. And it was really good. Like I'm, I'm, stoked and i hope the team does well and i hope the game ends up making a ton of money because it's it's good and it's unique and uh, i think we need more games like this and i'm kind of glad that they ditched the you know the the moba aspect of it it's just just because i don't have anything against mobas like i just i i think that if they're done well they can be great but i also think that uh there's definitely an oversaturation in recent years because mm. people are trying to catch that you know lightning in a bottle yeah absolutely so. So that's that. Well, that's cool. I mean, it's awesome that they set out to do something different. So we'll we'll definitely keep an eye on it. Yeah, definitely. We made it sure. to the end of the show. We did. We did. And uh, before we get out of here, before we do a normal wrap up, I thought I would ask you guys what what are you planning on doing this week? 
Uh, I'm going to see Rogue One with you. I think that's in uh, a week from now. Yeah, we are doing that for sure. Which yeah. is pretty exciting because uh, I'm doing that Sunday for like the first time, and I think probably a very long time. All three of us will have seen a movie. Yes, and be able to talk about it like a brand yeah. new movie. So that that's crazy. And I think uh, let's plan the podcast on the podcast. But I think since Matt is coming to town, we should record a live episode. Well, we that could... won't. That's two weeks. Yeah. Well, we'll still still we can do it. Yeah. Getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. You're, you're trying to plan two podcasts out, man. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, but what am I planning on playing and watching this week? I'm going to watch uh, Bria Grant's movie called Beyond the Gates, which is now available on video on demand nice, and in select sweet. theaters. It's actually available. You can see it in theaters in Brooklyn, I think, Matt. Um, okay. Beyond the Gates looks really cool if you're into Probably horror films. Maybe. looks really fantastic. So I'm going to watch that this week. Um, I'm going to catch up on The Walking Dead, the mid-season finale, which was last night. I haven't seen it yet. And uh, probably play some more Hearthstone and some more Overwatch. <laughs> yeah, I bet. Let's see. Uh, I'm trying to figure out what to play after I finish Watch Dogs. And this might be like masochistic, but I might try to play Watch Dogs 2. Like just Honestly, go, man, I hear it's fantastic. That's what I heard too. And I'm, that's if I it goes on sale, I'm probably gonna try and pick it up. But that's great because that's what brought me back to this game is that I heard so much good stuff about the second one that I decided to finish up the first and then and then dive in. So um, you know, if there are a lot of people playing it, I'll I'll definitely jump in. I've also got, you know, I'm looking at Tomb Raiders in my queue as well, and of course uh Wolf Among Us. So uh after Batman, so I need another Telltale game. Yeah, it's up as never well. gonna happen. I've given up. No, don't don't ever give up. <laughs> <laughs> don't ever give up so don't quit looking forward to Rogue uh, one I, I also want to see i do want to see assassin's creed in the theater just because of because oh, you know man. you know me guys you know me how about you it's matt it's gonna be i know i know it's what it's gonna, gonna be, be rough i know what it's gonna be um let's see so rogue one yeah for sure is these um i've been in a movie mood uh i don't know what else is out though i want to see some stuff moana's out i haven't seen that yet disney always mm-hmm. does good work oh how about how about uh fuller house 2 on netflix yeah, that's there. Fuller House season uh, two, yeah. Would have had to see season one to oh, really want to watch it's, season two. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I got to fire up my PC and just see what's in my game. I finally have a computer I can like fully game on without having to mm-hmm. to crutch it through games. You're so. already going to have Forza Horizon 3 and Gears of War 4 on it. So, Do Gears go cross too? I can yeah, do both. Gears yeah. of War 4 is cross Are they like too. automatically in my Windows library or something? They, yeah, they should the be. Works, if you yeah. go to the Windows store... And you yeah. find like the list of things you already own. It should be in the list under the game section. Huh? Yes. Sweet. So everything, all that stuff now, you, all the crossplay stuff, you just download through the Windows 10 like store app store thing, whatever it's called. That's cool. And I promised Ash I'd get into Overwatch. Oh so yeah, yeah. I'll play that too. That. Yeah, mm-hmm. man, that's fantastic. Cause I have it. Um, I was actually gonna try. This is this has nothing to do with my graphics card, but I was gonna try and play Hearthstone on my computer. Because I was like, I wonder what it feels like on a screen that's like not the size of my <laughs> humongous phone. humongous screen, yeah. Yeah. I love uh, it on PC, man. I sneak in you? here and play it. Yeah, sometimes I'll sneak in and be like, ah, oh, it just lets I you really, it's really focus, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, what, else am I, what else do I have? I think that's... That sounds like a lot. I think that's it, yeah. Cool. So I'm going to see what I can get on my PC. I probably won't get a ton of time on it, but, you know, do some Forza and then and Rogue One. I'm excited about Rogue One. I booked my tickets a very long time ago, so... I'm excited. Can't wait. All right, cool. Well, then I think with that, we can wrap it up. All right. right. Thank you guys for listening to episode 253 of the Rated NA podcast. You guys can find us on Twitter at Nerd Appropriate. Please send us a message there and say hi. We have a a nice community of 
delicious humans there to uh, <laughs> to talk to talk to. And uh, you guys can email us all directly, and that's Ash, Scott, and Matt at nerdappropriate.com. Uh, you can find us all over the internet. We have Twitch TV slash nerdappropriate. We have uh, YouTube slash nerdappropriate, Facebook slash nerdappropriate, uh, and basically Instagram every everywhere. We're kind of just uh, existing in the in, in the, the Xbox internets. Club. Oh yeah, yeah. This is a wrap up club search. Yeah, search for the club nerd appropriate on Xbox. <laughs> oh yeah, boy, the there. show notes on the air. It says wrap up show notes with. <laughs> but yeah, do a search for uh, club nerd appropriate on Xbox Live and join us there. We have a lot of really fun folks, and we'll be playing games with our community uh, frequently, and probably be playing some uh, Titanfall two in the coming weeks because they'll yeah, they'll probably be doing more uh, more double XP soon. I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Have a good week. See you guys later. See you. This episode's brought to you by Loot Crate. Oh, okay. Uh, forget the holiday. Okay, what? I just said I was going to start over. Why are you cutting me off in the middle of me saying I was going to oh, start sorry. over? Sorry. I was acting surprised. Oh, I thought you were like, oh, okay. No. Screwing up the read already. No, I said, okay. Take three. <laughs>